2: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything.
3: AT&T. On with Mario Lopez. What's up, you're on with Mario Lopez. Joining me now from the Netflix show Glow, actress Jackie Tone. How are you, Jackie?
2: Hi, Mario. I'm so happy to be here. I've been saying I'm going to be on the radio with Mario Lopez all week and getting real made fun of for saying that. <laughs> oh,
3: I totally accept Mario. Okay. You're an East Coast girl, and uh, it comes with the territory.
2: One friend even said, when I go, I'm going to be on with Mario Lopez, they said, is that the same as Mario Lopez? Oh. And I was like, you look i I an elbow to the kidney, friend.
3: No, Mario back East. Uh, mm-hmm. Mario around here. If you go to my neighborhood, it's Mario.
2: Oh, okay. So I've
3: been called many things.
2: And if you go to my neighborhood, it's Mario. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I
3: love it. Yeah. So I'm excited to have you here. You play Melrose on Glow. Yes. A friend of mine uh, turned me on to the show. I've got it all DVR'd right. And it and it it was, a, it was an instant hit, it seemed. Like it really came on the scene and uh, created a lot of buzz. Were you surprised by the reaction?
2: Yes and no. I think I've been acting since I'm nine and I'm in my 30s and I've made a lot of things that we've thought people would be excited about. Like a pilot, let's say, that was like, oh, there's no question. It's got a time slot. It's be on eight o'clock on Friday. It's going to be a hit. And then you don't even get picked up. Right. So you never know. And like, I'm talking with incredible people sure. each time. And this, it just gets to a point. I think when you've been doing something long enough, you have your fingers crossed and you're really, I just got chills. You have your fingers crossed. Are you are really excited? But it's, you're afraid to be like, Oh my God, I think we made a hit. I think we made a, a thing that everyone is undeniably going to love.
3: Which is really tough in this day and age, considering all yeah. the different platforms and programs Absolutely. that are out there. Now, so it's hard to break through. It really is, and you guys have done that.
2: But I guess sorry, to, but to answer your question, yes, I thought, I thought that that was my feeling, but I was afraid to fully have it.
3: Right, right. No, I get it, and uh, I love that you're a former child actor. Oh my god, I'm always pulling for former child uh, <laughs> actors because it's tough, as you know, oh, with the tough. transition. Did you always want to get into it? Did you fall into it?
2: A little bit of both. I always wanted to do it. I begged my mom from the time I think I was like five or six. I just was constantly performing. My dad's a Uh singer-songwriter. You know, he's a... Both of my parents are phys ed teachers, or they're, they're retired. But my dad wanted to be a musician and sort of had to give up his dreams to raise us. And they sort of just infused directly into me. Yeah. And so he'd play the piano and I'd sing as a kid. And I always wanted to do this.
3: So it's in the blood.
2: It's in the blood. And then ultimately... When I was like nine, my mom had a friend named Aggie Gold of Fresh Faces Agency who worked in her house in Baldwin, Long Island. Okay. And Aggie, I just looked right down the barrel. I'm scared. And Aggie was like, you know, if Jackie maybe, you know, grows up a little, gets rid of her Long Island accent because then it's hard. She can only work. I love you know, the New Long York. Island accent. Then um, <laughs> I sort of went right into it and started auditioning right right around then.
3: Look at that. Nine or ten. I never looked back. Mm-mm. Are are you still in uh, New York? Is that no, still I home? Live here. So you live. I here? live in Silver Lake. How long have you been out here? I've
2: been out here forever. I mean, fifteen years. Like okay. since, since I graduated from high school.
3: Okay, so, so a really
2: long, long. long time. Yeah, I've lived here like almost half my life.
3: Do You love it here now?
2: I do. You know. I get, sometimes I just like go, oh God, you always have to look, you can't just walk around (laughs) and just be a schlub. It's like in New York, you can sort of put on a potato sack and just be like, I'm going on the train, leave me alone. Right, right. But I feel like in LA, there always has to be sort of a pop of lip and maybe a, you know, under eye, like bottom mascara. I blame it on
3: the weather. Because everybody's looking at you because the sun is shining so bright.
2: That's like a And also, on you're you. <laughs> not wearing as much clothing Correct. because it's. So then you, you know, got to keep in it the dialed 70s in. Every day. You
3: can't layer, right? No, exactly. It's not like you, you can layer up yeah, and you put sort jackets of on.
2: 100% dialed in.
3: <laughs> so, what's going on with uh, Melrose in season two?
2: Melrose in season one, you know, can I say wise ass? Beep it if I can't. All oh, right. Can I'm it. getting a couple like half nods. All right. I'll do it. <laughs> so, as much as she's like, she's a. Uh, She's a real button pusher, and but she's a real schemer. So she's got a lot of ideas. And in season one, all those schemes and ideas were for the betterment of Melrose. Mm-hmm. But in season two, I think she really understands that this thing is becoming a sisterhood that she didn't ask for. Yeah. And she begrudgingly has found herself some friends who she loves and who loves her, who love her. And she uses that wise assery and that scheming sort of almost business brain huh. to... She's planning a lot of things. She sees what's happening. She sees that they have fans. Well, we better capitalize on this. Yeah. We got to have meet and greets. We got to print headshots. You better make little dolls, you know? So she has all these ideas of ways she can scheme, but that benefit everybody as opposed to the way she only did herself in season one.
3: I loved gorgeous ladies of wrestling as a kid. You're too young to know this, (laughs) but it, it actually. Are you familiar with it? I am. It actually because I existed. watched
2: the whole. I watched not the whole thing because you can't get it now. Yeah. But I watched as much as I could take in it of that show come out before late we night,
3: shot. And it was. I was a big wrestling fan. Still am. Living vicariously through my kids now. Yeah. So it, there was so many great uh, characters uh, back then. Fabulous Moolah from old school from back in the day. How are your wrestling skills?
2: It's really. F- it's really empowering and exciting. I think a lot of people think that we have uh, stunt girls and we have stand-ins and stuff. I mean, we do, but we do all our own stunts. We do all nice. we do all the wrestling. Did you have so, to go to school for it? Yes. So for four weeks before season one and then another four weeks before season two. Fun! We had Chavo Guerrero.
3: Yes! Yeah, so yes. we had...
2: He's incredible. Never once did he make any of us feel silly or small or foolish or like we couldn't do sure. it? It was only ever completely possible from the very beginning. Nice. Which is so exciting. It's and choreography so, at the end of the day. Oh, a hundred percent. It's choreography, but you also need to, it, it, for, for a lot of us, it was, there was more focus on taking care of your partner than taking care of yourself. Cause you right. got to really, oh, and sure. if everyone's taking care of the other person, then everyone's taken care of. Right. Exactly. And so, um, yeah, so we have Chavo train, teach us, train with us for the first four weeks before both seasons.
3: Do you have a move?
2: Yeah, you know, it's, I think my favorite is the surprise move because um, I just, I'm little, and (laughs) they, my character, they didn't think that, like, you know, it wouldn't be obvious that, like, one of the smaller girls would, like, body slam somebody. Right. But they were teaching some of the taller girls, some of the bigger girls how to do it, and uh, one of the trainers was like, something happened to you over the break. Like, I feel like you like got this in a new way. Do you want to give it a try? And I was like, nah, I don't know. And then she goes, all right, I mean, I think you could do it. And sort of walked away. This our trainer, Helena. And then I was like, okay, yeah. And then I just like jumped up and she taught me and then I just picked her up and you just slammed, slammed her on the mat. Damn it, I wish we had I,
3: carpet. I'd have you body slam me right now. Oh
2: my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> me too.
3: Floor, though, I can do it. I know it's definitely gotta get in. There is carpet in the hole. That way. does that carpet oh. is like that real not real carpet. I'm talking like seventies plush carpet. <laughs> yeah, like back or in like and I'm, I'm You like, wanna oh, travel back in time. Yeah. Or man, I wanna
2: be body slammed so bad by you. I wanna go in a time machine. Okay. Feels like a long way to go. <laughs>
3: Uh, you're versatile too. You're also a singer and
2: songwriter, yeah. excuse me.
3: I am assuming from pops. Yes, uh... from
2: my pops. I get the I get the jokes, the nonstop jokes, which I get can be exhausting from my mom <laughs> and the singer-songwriting music aspect from my dad.
3: And you have a new EP, right?
2: I do. It's called Power Fox. Congratulations. Thank what, you how so would much. you
3: describe the sound?
2: I would say it's like anthemic pop music that almost sounds like it should be at the end of a movie or like played during the Olympics. I don't know why that happened. I was really inspired by Paul Simon at the time and it's lots of harmonies and lots of like world drums. And I just was feeling it. And I'd always really made just me and a guitar stuff in the past. Yeah, And I just was like, I'm going to do this. And, um, it's going to be put out under Power Fox. Only yeah. That. So that's, that's like the name of the. Thanks. It's the name of the album and sort of the name of the artist project.
3: Yeah. Like yeah. it's not
2: quite under my name.
3: Right. Not, we have okay. a clip. Oh, let's hear it. What? Yes. You could sing. Oh, right. thanks. At you. Thank
2: you. Well, here's another fun fact.
3: It'd
1: be really bad if she couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> if it,
3: oh, my God. <laughs> if it was all Paris Hilton sound. Wow, I wrote you a, a
2: song, On with Mariola Lopez, just crying. You guys all have to be like, she's dope. Like, I came all this way.
3: Well, no. I mean, it's legit because uh, you were on Idol back in 2008. That's yes, a fun fact right there. crazy. How'd you like that experience?
2: It was nuts, man. It was exactly... I guess it's not exactly as it looks. It's a thousand billion times crazier than it looks because before I met the judges, there was 108,000 people tried out that season. And you have to remember at that time when Idol was on, it was in 30 million homes a week. There was no Netflix. There was no streaming. This was like what people watched on Mm -hmm. whatever night it was Thursday. Call it was American Idol. And so if you did okay on that show, you There was an enormous, like now you can be on a hit show, but there's so much content that the viewership is spread so thin. So this was a bit of a crazy time. Um,
3: Do you watch the reboot?
2: I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. I got to.
3: Good for you, though, that you've been able to be so versatile and and open to doing things. Because like I said, as a kid and growing up and you can get discouraged because as you know, it's very tough but the fact that you've been able to do so many things and still, Thanks. Is, that's awesome. Thanks. I really Testament appreciate that.
2: <laughs> Thanks. I really appreciate that. You know, when I, it's interesting people always, ask, they, they go like, well, wow. cause I, I was working, I started when I was nine and then I'd been acting by the time I tried out for idol, I think I was like 26 or 27 and I had been acting so long that yeah. I've been through so many ups and downs and pilots and development deals and such close calls and it's going to be you. And then it's not, it's someone else. And right. it's going to, I mean, hundreds of times, that Idol came along and I was like, I just think I want to just relax and make music for a second. Relax and make music. It was as hard. (laughs) It was as hard or harder. It was insane. I was starting from scratch in my mid-20s. It was insane. And then I got on the show. That's awesome. So then I toured for a while. And hey, look at that. then I sort of started doing stand up. In my early 30s, I started, like, at 30 or 31, I started, like, doing stand up again. Look at that. And back into comedy and back into acting. Which and- leads
3: me into my next uh, uh, question. You were in the movie A Futile and Stupid Gesture, and you played the iconic Gilda Radner. That is awesome.
2: Thank you so much. So
3: th- that had to be fun. But at the same time, I imagine a little bit of pressure playing a, a legend.
2: Yes, both. So when I was a kid, as I said, I've been wired to do this forever. So when people ask me, like, how do you still, how do you do it when even when you're not successful? It's like, well, I, I have no other skills. First
1: right. of all, so <laughs> I, I don't know what, you know, what else we're going to do. What am I going to do?
2: Um, I'll just be out here doing it for no one, like just like, sh- like on Third <laughs> right. Street, just doing jazz hands. But so with the Gilda thing, I had her SNL greatest hits VHS tape. I think it was like a 1986 VHS tape uh-huh. I played it constantly in a TV VCR in my bedroom I played it constantly I already knew all her characters yeah. I already was doing like mom get out of here talk. like I was already doing <laughs> repeating Gilda but right. it was like what are you gonna do with that I'm not gonna try out for <laughs> SNL with Gilda's characters she did that already right so my whole life I was just like living for Joan Rivers and Pat Midler and Gilda Radner and this audition came along and I was like oh wait so just do what was like already in the bank Yeah,
3: literally. Yeah. And
2: I just like went in and I parted my hair in the middle and I put on bell bottoms and I was like, I'm Gilda Radner and this is Saturday night live. That's and then they awesome. were just like, Oh, whoa. And then it happened because <laughs> yes. we have the same speaking voice. It's just that she's from Detroit. So we have the same like grit, like something stuck in there, mm-hmm. but hers, her voice is just more in the back of her throat. She's got like this tiny, this thing.
3: Yeah. 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 Exactly. Look, I get her, <laughs> heard that right there. All right. I'm going to put you on the spot. Quick questions, quick answers. Okay. Yep. Go to karaoke song.
2: Um, I just did it. Uh, holding out for a hero till the end of the Ooh, night. Nice. Yeah. Yes,
3: that's a uh, '80s. Fraser, can I not you can't think of it either. I just. What do you mean? I can what's, what's it? the song? <laughs> holding out for a hero. What's when, the name who? who it? sings it? Okay, well now you're gonna make me think. Who? Footloose. Footloose. It's no, Footloose it's on soundtrack. The, it's on the album Footloose. It's Footloose. on the Footloose, it's Footloose soundtrack. It's not Footloose. No, the no, group. it's on, on the Footloose. You said Footloose like it was a group. No, I know what Footloose is. Who is it, by the way? And you gotta be strong. Who is it?
2: You gotta be strong and you Damn, gotta be fast. And you gotta I did a dance to it and Kids Incorporated. Yeah.
3: Wow. Why I <gasps> dressed as a superhero. Nice. Yes, of course yes. you did. We gotta find that video. Damn it, who's the. Oh, shut up. It's almost. It
2: you guys, we're talking about who sings that song as though Google doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm concerned about it. Yeah,
1: I have a computer right in front of me. And, I and had a phone. I, I was
2: noticing you weren't
1: My using crack staff it.
2: I was like, wow. It's much more fun if we try to guess. Looking it up,
3: we'll continue. Last movie you saw in theaters.
2: I don't even remember.
3: Right, Bonnie Tyler. Bonnie Tyler. Bonnie Tyler. I knew that. I knew that's the that
2: last movie I saw in theaters. <laughs> Bonnie Tyler. Thanks so much for having me. Wait, what was the last movie I thought saw in theaters? Thaw in Cedars. Oh no, that's making me panic. Um, wait, I you can't. I can't just leave you hanging. I I, I genuinely don't know. I
3: couldn't tell you the last movie I saw. Oh, in I'm theaters so glad that that i like wanted to see that i didn't have to see that for you, work that you like went and
1: paid for exactly, that well, yeah. that i
3: didn't have to see for work or that I didn't take my kids to see I right genuinely... like incredible as well. which by the way we saw king kong pardon me actually yeah was it when we saw king kong that was like 2 years ago that's <laughs> embarrassing if it's king Kong. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's damn terrible film that actually might yeah, be the last one.
2: Oh, I know. Twins. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A small movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito. Yes, yes, I remember. It's a great film, it, by the way. way. I, dude, I honestly, don't know. I truly wow. don't know. I can't even think of a ticket stub in my hand. Who am I?
3: Gun to head. If your life depended on it, what song could you recite without messing up one word? Ooh. I just made that up right happy up. birthday that's a
2: great question oh happy birthday is a great answer um, i'm going with
3: a b c d e, i'd probably mess F, up happy birthday no, and, then, I'm going and then you're like
2: m l n o p damn it damn it um wait a minute uh oh there i feel like there's quite a few uh but let me think Gun to the oh, head though okay gun to the head. i
3: got very aggressive gun on to you. the head
2: will you still love me tomorrow by carol king Really? Yeah, because I cover it on piano and guitar.
3: Okay. So good. that's like good, a good. that's a
2: cheat one where I'm like No,
3: that's not cheating. Yeah. That okay. totally counts. That's
2: actually the answer to the question. The opposite
3: <laughs> of a cheat <laughs> Nickname growing up.
2: Uh well my dad has never called me my name uh, ever one time ever. What's he called uh, you? Everything else. Julie Gonduli. Okay. Yeah, he calls my he calls my my brother's name is Brian. He, he's always been Buddy or Buffalo Keflex. And my big brother, thank you. And my big brother Scott has always been like Skippy or Skipper James. In no JT? Fact, no. A little bit of JT, a little bit of Jax. I mean mostly just Jackie. I mean, I think they probably called me Wacky Jackie or Cracky Jackie. Oh, on <laughs> Glow, go yeah. hey,
3: <laughs> they
2: call me Jokey Tone instead of Jackie Tone, which is
3: nice. Okay, you have a plethora. Yeah. Go to late night snack.
2: Oh, God, so many. I love uh, strawberry mochi. It's okay. really good. Also, I'll eat all the pretzels. Don't put the pretzels near me. Always hot pretzels, stick pretzels, chocolate long covered one, Chocolate pretzels. covered dark chocolate Oof, covered skinny ones from yes, Trader Joe's, those yes, flats. Those now I got too excited.
3: <laughs> Celebrity crush growing up.
2: Oh. The first thing that came to mind, which is so funny, I do not know why, was Jesse Bradford. Do you even know that dude? Who? He was oh in like name. swim fan, but before that he was in that cheerleading movie with Kristen Dunst. And oh, I like, bring it on. Yep. And I like he was like the like sort of hot neighbor. Kind of guy. <laughs> I always love the like oh, okay. hot neighbor bad. Boy. I, okay. I mean, when I was really young, I loved Ryder Strong from Boy Meets World. Um, from yeah, Ryder Strong. Strong, yeah,
3: best name ever. Amazing. I mean, look,
2: are we not like when you ask this question, it's not just obvious that everybody just says Mario Lopez because everyone, it's true. When You're I so saved sweet. by the bell, it's like so AC Slater. That's why we like, put it in there. Honestly, <laughs> God, exactly, honestly
1: exactly right. no, no, no. I feel
2: Actually, like if I was don't. hypnotized and I wasn't embarrassed, I probably would have said AC Slater. We, so we,
1: we do get you occasionally, but we don't get it a, a oh, ton.
3: Like, you get Jonathan Taylor, Tom. We get JTT John, a lot. JTT
2: wasn't my jam because I was more into like, and he, he was too. Pretty boy, like you were the bad boy. Ryder Strong was the bad boy. Jesse Bradford was, I always was into the bad boy. <laughs>
1: okay, you got good taste. This you is, this, oh, is this is definitely the first time we got Jesse Bradford. Yes, <laughs> our first yeah. Jesse Bradford.
2: I don't know why that came to my head. Maybe because I saw him at a coffee shop the other day?
1: Maybe,
3: maybe.
2: <laughs> well, uh,
3: season two of Glow is out now on Netflix. <gasps> you can follow her on Twitter at Jackie Tone. Cracky Jackie, thank you so much for coming. Please come back and visit.
2: Thank you so
0: much, Mario Lopez. Mario! Mario! Thank you!
1: On with Mario Lopez.
0: Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee.